Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Beauty and the Vlog is an online community and podcast dedicated to supporting YouTube content creators in beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. We go behind the scenes in the world of video creating through YouTuber interviews, strategy sessions, and in-depth discussions pertaining to all things YouTube. To get the most out of Beauty and the Vlog, make sure to join the Beauty and the Vlog Facebook group and check out our beautyandthevlog.com website for show notes and more. So sit back, relax, and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, beauties. Erica here with part two of my interview with Shay Whitney. I hope you guys enjoyed part one. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly suggest heading over there and downloading that particular episode and then coming back to this one. So this one will make more sense. But um, definitely check out the show notes for that one, uh, Beauty in the Vlog dot com and um, I've always got all the show notes there too. Also, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. We always have new people tuning in and I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, make sure that you do join our Beauty in the Vlog Facebook group where Shay, our guest for this week, will be in there chatting with everybody and answering questions. And also, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while and I mean, I get so many messages and people tell me how much they love the podcast. I'd love for you to leave a review. Reviews are huge in iTunes. Um, that's kind of what they use to determine if they're going to showcase podcasts and things like that. So reviews really, really help out. So I definitely would appreciate you going in there and giving a review if you do feel that uh, you like the podcast, and you can get a lot out of it. And I think at this point, we, are, we have like over 155 star reviews. So if we can get to 200, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so anyways, without further ado, let's head over to to part two with uh, Shay Whitney. And um, I'll just give like a brief little bio for Shay. So Shay um, is a new YouTuber who just started her YouTube channel back in October. Uh, she at this point has over 30,000 subscribers, which is absolutely incredible. And um, she mainly focuses on style and fashion. And what's really fantastic about Shay is that not only is she a YouTuber and has been really successful, at it, but she also works full time outside of the home and has two little boys. So she does it all, and she explains in the interview just how she does it and um, some amazing tips and tricks. All right, guys, without further ado, here's part two. Who do you watch? Like, who are your best like sources of information? For like the analytics side of things? Um, all of YouTube, yeah. The analytics, um, YouTube. Right. Well, for analytics, definitely. I mean, Roberto Blake, I love him. Yeah, Daryl Eves, I really love. Like other genres. I guess I do like to kind of play around. Like I will start to subscribe to people that are growing quickly because I like to see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So like you had Amber Scholl on a while ago. And mm -hmm. she's so fascinating to me she because she so has like crazy grown fast. And yeah. so like I'm not going to copy her videos. I mean, she doesn't even do exactly what I do. But mm -hmm. I really like to kind of just scroll through YouTube randomly and try to find people that are doing really well. And I just like to kind of watch them. And I like to see what they're doing so that I can get ideas to apply to my videos. And obviously, I'm not going to film the same video, but you know, they're doing things that are working. And so I kind of want to learn what they're doing and, and kind of mirror that in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I don't even realize I'm doing it. But then 
yeah, even when I listen to your podcast, a lot of things I, I feel like I know, but then I realize that, oh, I did get that from her podcast and I didn't even realize it. So I just think kind of like, you know, putting yourself out there and learning, you, you take things away that you don't even realize and then you mm-hmm. start applying them. Yeah. And that's why I, you know, I like to have a variety of people on the show. I mean, you, you know, you got the people that have been really successful and they've been on YouTube for 10, 12 years and they have a lot of interesting insight, but it's not the same as having like somebody like you or somebody like Amber Schultz, somebody who's like a newbie who's had like some good success, you know? So they each bring different stories and that's, and I've had requests from people like, you know, I want, I want people on here that are like, more realistic success stories and things like that. So that's why I'm bringing you on and you'll probably get people watching your videos and they'll be like, hmm, what is she doing? <laughs> she's doing something right. But I agree. Amber was somebody who was super fascinating to me. And yeah. she was, I watch her videos. I mean, I only have so much time. And mo- usually what I end up doing is for me, I end up watching, there's a few like oldie but goodie people that I love to watch. And a lot of the videos I end up watching are, are my guests or people that are coming on the show. Cause you know, I want to just, right. if I'm not super familiar with them, I want to get some familiarity with them. But Amber is one that I will pop in every now and then and watch a video because it's so interesting to me because she's it's she has such a different approach and she's like mm-hmm. a cartoon character in real life. Oh, and for sure. and that's is. who she is. Like when I talk to her, like, you know, off the record and just off, you know, not during the yeah. interview, that's how she is. Like that's her personality. And she just she's one of those people I think, you know, has done it right, but she also has that it factor that you can't manufacture. So yeah, um, but she's an interesting person to watch because she does things very differently and she's had like crazy success. Okay, so we're going to go to the next section of the interview, which is the best tips section. So I'm going to just go through and you're going to give kind of real quickly off the top of your head, just these best tips. So what is your best tip for starting a channel? This sounds super cliche, but you just kind of have to do what you really loved into that sounds so cliche, <laughs> but I really think it reflects in your videos. And then when you, you know, are doing what you love to do and you're seeing success in it because it's a good production and people are watching it, then that gives you more motivation. And I just, I really think it's also important to, you know, kind of what I did at the beginning. I, I tried to just start, I don't know, like I'm hesitant to say this, like a lot of people, you know, want to start filming on their iPhone and, and not have the best quality because they want to see if they're going to keep going. And that's a good approach, I guess. But for me, I just don't think that's really great because you're not going to see results. And I think in the beginning, if you see results, you will be motivated and that then you will keep going. And so I just really think, you know, starting a channel, it's really important to just have a good foundation and start it like that from the very beginning. And mm-hmm. then that'll be what keeps you going. Totally. I agree. And yeah, I guess some other tips I have, I know some people do giveaways and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely... I don't like to do too many, but I think that also kind of helped me at the very beginning. Once I hit a thousand subscribers, I did do a giveaway and I did it a little bit differently than everybody else did. And I think it did kind of help. So a lot of people will do a giveaway and it'll be like a product or, you know, something they like. And, and I did it where it was actually a $100 gift card to wherever the person that won wanted. And so that really got everybody involved. And I noticed a huge increase in my subscriber count from that because when I showed that like, you know, comment below what gift card you would want from wherever you want. And if you win, you get to pick. And so everybody that watched that video, I feel like I got so many subscribers because they were actually involved in that giveaway. And it wasn't, you know, a lot of times if it's something that they don't like, they just click on like they move on and it's it's just irrelevant. But 
I think that kind of really, really helped me. And it gained me a lot at the beginning. And again, it propelled me forward and made me a lot more motivated. So I just, like I said, I think like seeing progress just really is a huge motivator. Yeah, I think that's a hundred percent. Seeing progress is is huge and doing what you can to get that progress is, is key. Um, have you done more giveaways like that where you're yeah, like kind of choose did, your own prize type thing? Right, right. I did do one other one. It was around the holidays, actually. It was kind of like a holiday giveaway. And like I said, most people do. And I did the same thing. Um, and most people did like, here's a basket of makeup. But I didn't do that. I Again, I did a $100 gift card and people just got to pick wherever they wanted to be. And I so many, I got so, so, so many entries. And I just think it kind of intrigued people that they could, you know, comment of, you know, what they wanted. And then it could, you know, it's just kind of who doesn't want a $100 gift card to like wherever their heart desires. So I just kind of liked that approach for the giveaway. And I just, I try not to do it too often. I mean, I haven't done it even since. I just don't want to do it too often because, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt that you are going to lose some people with that. But I definitely think I gained a lot of people from that. And they have stuck around. And and I'm hoping it's because I do try to put out quality content. That is just like a little tip I did at the beginning that kind of, you know, really got me results quickly and, and, you know, helped me. I think that's great. That's that's a really good tip. That's cool. What's the best tip for what not to do? just bad quality. I'm just like all about quality. I I guess really think that if you're, if you're going to do it, you just, YouTube just isn't what it used to be. Like it used to be okay that you filmed on your phone or like your laptop and the, the sound was bad. That used to be okay. And it's just totally not now. Like if you're going to do it and you, and you want to be successful, you just have to invest in quality and it's gotta be lighting. It's gotta be camera. Well, camera, I don't know. I As long as you have good lighting, then it kind of makes the camera be better. So I guess I just really think, you know, sound and lighting is like key. And then hopefully you can get a good camera because that makes it easier on your life. But mm-hmm. I just really, really think that if you put out quality content, subscribers will follow. So totally. What is your best tip for growing your channel? I think just finding the market that isn't quite like that just kind of has an opening and Mm -hmm. that's just I know that's super hard like it's it's just really really hard because there's so many people on YouTube now but at the same time there are just openings in there and I didn't necessarily think I was going to find one until I started you know searching for things like I started looking up like handbag reviews and I started realizing like oh my goodness like there's just not that many videos out there like there's I just want to see more of, of it. And I, I want it to be like of a better quality. So that's why I decided to start. So you just kind of have to find your interest and then kind of tweak it to be what isn't out there, which again, I know is so it's just easier said than done. But yeah. you know, I definitely think there's openings out there, you just kind of have to find them, I guess. Yeah, definitely. What is your best tip to get noticed on YouTube? thumbnails, I think, I think thumbnails are like, they're just so important. And so half the, you know, to be totally honest, there's times where I spend way more time on my thumbnail than I do editing the entire video. Like I am such a perfectionist when it comes to a thumbnail. Like I, if, if it's not centered perfectly, if the, I don't know, I'm just a perfectionist when it comes to thumbnail, because I, that's what gets people to click on the video. So 
I really think if you, yeah, if you have a good thumbnail, then people notice you, their, their, their eyes going to dart over to the suggested videos. And then if they, if you just if you get a click, then that's your chance that you could, you know, get more people to start watching your channel. So I think that's super important. Uh, what do you use to create your thumbnails? I use PicMonkey. So mm. it is free. And then, you know, I'll take, take pictures. I use both. I'll, I'll take pictures of myself when I'm filming the video Sometimes I use those kind of thumbnails with my face in it and everything. If I'm like reviewing something, I'll like show it in the picture. But then other times I do have Instagram and I take, you know, like fashion-y pictures. And sometimes I'll incorporate those pictures because they're a little bit more artistic. Mm -hmm. And I don't see those types of thumbnails as much as just like a headshot. So I really try to incorporate some like some of those photos in there. And you kind of I've, I've just try to like develop a style like not every single thumbnail is the same. But when you look at my channel, they are kind of all cohesive, like they all kind of reflect a similar vibe. Yeah, they have like a same theme, like a branding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I noticed that. Well, I think because you you use like the same kind of colors and yeah. the same font. I agree with you. I think thumbnails are so, so important. Because a lot of times that's, that's what that's what people I mean, you have to think about what people are doing, right? I mean, if they're not sitting there watching the people that they love, and they're maybe saying like, okay, I want to I want to learn a little bit more like, oh, I'm thinking about getting the Louis Vuitton speed bag or whatever, and they put that in search. I mean, they're going to go through and basically based on the thumbnail is what videos are going to watch. It's not necessarily exactly. going to be the, the first one or the second one. Sometimes some people might go to the second or third page even just to kind yeah, of see exactly. what's there. And it's the thumbnail that's going to get them to click on it. So exactly. that thumbnail is is really big. And, and yeah, yours, I'm looking at yours now and yours have all, you know, you keep it all black and white and you have really big font and they have a really nice like cohesive look to them and um yeah no, i mean you got some good thumbnails but i think yeah i've talked to other people who said like yeah that thumbnails that they'll spend a lot of time on how long, how long do you spend on your thumbnails on average well it's weird sometimes i'm like oh this is gonna be easy i'm gonna whip this out in five minutes and sometimes yeah. i do whip them out in five minutes but then there's other ones that it could probably take me an hour and a half to get mm -hmm. the thumbnail right, which sounds so crazy. But yeah, like I want the font to be easily read. And, you know, I also notice things like, you know, when you look at a video that the timestamp on every video is in the bottom right hand corner. Mm -hmm. So I really try to like avoid a lot of writing there because it's going to be covered up by a timestamp. Time yeah. So, you know, it, and if it just kind of depends, but yeah, I definitely spend a lot of time on that, which yeah. is kind of like I am getting faster though, but, oh, but yeah. makes sense. What is your best equipment tip? So I guess we can, you've talked about it, but let's talk about like, you know, what, what do you use for your um, camera and lighting? Cause you've talked yeah, a lot so about that. I do use a Canon 70D, which is kind of like this. It seems like a standard, gold standard camera yeah. that a lot of people use. So I did get that because that seemed to be like the best reviewed and everybody recommended it. And it has like the autofocus for the, the face and everything. So I, I am very, very happy with that. And then as far as lighting, I do have two box lights and I got them from Amazon and they were super cheap. I honestly got probably one of the more inexpensive ones. I think they were probably like 30 bucks. It wasn't much at all. I, that's why I think everybody should invest in it because it's, it's so cheap. And then I did get one other light. It's like an umbrella light. And I actually shine that one behind me. So you. most people use like a, an oval or a round light, like the, the kind of makes light? your yeah, the ring lights. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I don't actually use that. I shine two box lights on me and then I shine one other umbrella light behind me to give my background light. And that really does seem to work. I really like it. 
maybe I should get a ring light in the future. I'm not really sure. I don't really seem like I need one. So I haven't. And then as far as editing goes, I used iMovie for about half the time, but it just didn't have everything that I wanted it to do because I had some ideas for videos and it just didn't allow me to do them. So I did invest in Final Cut Pro. And to be totally honest, I am so like, I really like it. So Mm -hmm. I'm very, very happy that I did do that because it makes the editing time so much faster. And I can just do whatever I want to do. Like I can just add in text wherever I want. And it's not like a big deal because iMovie, it is very limiting. So I'm happy that I did that. Yeah, I, I've heard that too a lot with, I know with Final Cut, there's just more, it's just like iMovie on steroids. There's just like so much more capability with like the text yeah. and the fonts and the, and all just all these different things that it's, you're really more investing into into time in a lot of ways exactly. because it just makes exactly. things quicker. Yeah. 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 Um, that's, that's interesting about the lighting. So do you use any natural lighting at all? No. Yeah. Cause I, I remember you said you filmed it in the evening, right? Yeah. I film in my basement. It's, there's a room, it's like off the laundry room. It's just kind of like an empty room. We were actually going to make it a workout room, but that didn't happen because I started YouTube. So it's just an empty room. And I'm like, oh, you know, I have some decor and stuff every day. Yeah. And I kind of try, I try to change up my background, but yeah, I just, I usually do it at night. So hopefully people can't tell what my, I, but, but yeah, it seems to be working. The only thing that I wish was different, which maybe I will work on in the future is I feel like my voice bounces off the walls a lot. I mean, I don't mm. think a lot of people can tell in the videos, but like I can, and I'm like the more and more I'm watching my videos, I want to improve every aspect that I can. So I'm thinking maybe if I even put like a carpet down on the floor, that would might help my voice not like reverberate off the, as much, you know, Yeah. but, but anyway, yeah, that's what I do. And so that space is nice. So that whole space is dedicated just for your filming. So you're able to kind of do what you want to the background. And then you also have an area where you like try on all your clothes too. Yeah. Which is the same room. Yeah. That's the same room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then do you have like a mirror where you take photos that you put up on Instagram or something? No, No. I, for Instagram, I actually do have a photographer. I will my best friend is a photographer. So when I see her, she will take pictures of me. However, she does live in Baltimore. Mm. So I don't see her all the time, but she does come and visit a lot. I actually went to visit her two weeks ago. So when I'm with her, she takes a lot of photos and I can use that for my Instagram and my thumbnails. So it's kind of like a, I want them for two reasons. And then I do have another friend that is a photographer. I do pay her and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not crazy, but but I definitely... I'm trying to work on my Instagram. I, I do. I'm really happy with my photos, but I, I definitely need to, you know, I'm hoping to grow more in that area as well. It seems like YouTube's easier than Instagram, which is weird. For fashion, I think, because the thing is that with fashion, you have to have somebody take your photos. Whereas with beauty, you can do selfies and things like that and yeah. not have to have a photographer. But with fashion, you do need somebody to be able to take your photographs. You can't take a selfie yeah. of your fa- I mean, you can do yeah. so many photos in front of a mirror, but people want to see like your the whole body and the whole thing. And so it's interesting because I've noticed like a lot of the fashion people, they have, whether they have like a parent that takes their photos or they have a spouse or a boyfriend or somebody, yeah. or in your case, a friend, which I'm assuming that's the friend that knows about your YouTube channel, right? The yep, one friend. That would be it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to with fashion. So I think it's a little bit harder in fashion to do the photography and, and the photos. I know. It, my husband would totally be able to do it, but we have two boys and that just doesn't yeah, work. You can. We tried it. It's a fail every yeah. time. So I don't even go there anymore. It's yeah. Just, I don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you just can't. So you have to, you have to yeah. figure something out. But, yeah, I mean, the light, I mean, your lighting looks great. I assumed you use natural light. 
Oh, well, lighting thank you. looks That's... really, really good. So you use the two soft you. boxes yep. and they're just, um, maybe you can email me what those are and then I'll link them in the yeah, show notes so definitely. people can see kind of like your whole setup with the lighting. Yeah. Because I think people yeah. would be interested because it sounds like it's not very expensive at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, I kind of prefer that over that the ring light just because yeah. I don't know, it does seem more natural looking because a lot of times I can tell when they're using the ring light and you can see that in reflection in their eyes. And yeah. I'm not saying that necessarily looks bad. Some people really like that. But I, I, yeah, I do think mine kind of just look more natural, I guess. So yeah, and I think it's the ring light is really geared more towards like close ups and beauties too. Yeah, that's so true. If yeah. you're not really doing that, then it doesn't really make sense. I know some people still use a ring light, even if they're not always doing beauty, but that's the intention and really, yeah. but it's like a face, a facial type thing. I mean, when I film over at the Ipsy studios, like they have like an Ipsy studios here. Yeah, they don't it's not a, is it a ring light? Now I'm trying to think. I think it's just like softbox. They have amazing lighting, but I actually don't think it's a ring light. I think it's like a bunch of different like softboxes and like- Yeah, softboxes are great. Yeah, and yeah. like an upward lighting thing. But so anyways, all right. Okay, so this is the last part of the interview and we got to wrap this up because you've you've been amazing. You've given so much information. I know people are going to love, love, love this episode. I mean, oh, I'm learning things you. that I've never heard before from anybody else. So I just think it's so, there's so much you can learn from somebody who's like newer and really like just figuring it out and doing things right. So that's why I really wanted you on the show because I knew you would have great things to say. Oh, well, thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you, you've, I know you've, how long have you been listening to the podcast? Well, pretty much since I start, probably like six months. So yeah, yeah. So you've had like, I don't know how many episodes and now you'll be able to hear your own I know. voice. <laughs> I know. You don't understand. Like I'm a fan. Like I'm very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But well, I'm glad that you reached out to me because otherwise I'd, I'd never know who yeah. you were and, and, and all that. So I know people are really going to and you're in the Facebook group too. I know you comment yeah, and chat. Yeah. And so when we upload um, the, the when we upload this, you know, I'll, I'll tag you and then people can ask you questions and all that too mm -hmm. in the Facebook group. So yeah, definitely. So the beauty bonus round. So I'm sure you've, you know, you know what this is. So I, I asked the same questions to everybody at the end of the interview. And the first question is, what are your three? I mean, you're more fashion, but I know you do some beauty and you love beauty. What are your three Holy Grail, you know, beauty products? So Urban Decay. Oh, my goodness. What is it? The, Ur the Urban Decay one. The all-nighter spray? That, thank you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, it's all, no, no just the all-nighter foundation. Oh, the I foundation. am obsessed with that. Oh. Yes, the foundation. All about the Urban Decay. All-nighter foundation. I am also obsessed with the Anastasia of Beverly Hills eyeshadow palette. I feel like she has amazing eyeshadows, yeah. so I'm obsessed with those. And the one I'm using is the Makeup by Mario one. And then finally, Chanel mascara. I I'm, That is like a higher end product, but mm -hmm. oh my goodness, that Chanel mascara is by far worth the money. It is $30, which is crazy for a mascara, but I totally find that it is worth it. Which one is it specifically? It's just the La Volume. It's their classic mm. mascara. And I, some, it was actually a friend just sent it to me. It was um, just kind of, I think it was a birthday present. And I didn't really, I actually think it took a while for me to use it. And I finally did. And I was like blown away. And so now that's like the only mascara that I prefer to use though. Mm. What about for fashion since you're such a fashionista? So my top three, mm -hmm. definitely my... <sighs> 
a Louis Vuitton bag because those that is just kind of where my heart's at. I'm, yeah. I love Louis Vuitton. So I would probably pick my Speedy. I have many videos out, out there kind of talking about that bag. So that's definitely the number one. And then as far as other fashion, I think I'm all about a good pair of jeans. And so my favorite pair of jeans is from Express. I'm, I love Express and I think they have the best jeans. And then mm. shoes, I love... <laughs> This again, this, I feel bad. It's like higher end things, but my Valentino shoes. I'm obsessed with my Valentino shoes. I got them the and it took the me a while. Studs on them? Yeah, with the studs. The and heels I just or feel the flats? Like the, I have the heels mm. and I wear them to work. I think a lot of people I work with have no idea how much I spent on them, <laughs> but I think they are so, they're just so nice. I love them. I wear them to work. I wear them to church. I wear them. I don't wear them to like the, you know, the grocery store or anything, yeah. but I just really think that you can kind of like dress them up and dress them down. So that's, yeah, I just love them. Okay. And what would you not do again if you were to start your channel right now? Mm, I would probably just totally skip over all those videos that were makeup and I'm not, I mean, I definitely want to talk about makeup occasionally, like, you know, just the, some recommendations I have, but I don't want to be doing like makeup tutorials because I did a few of those at the beginning. I hated doing them. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing mm -hmm. because I'm not like, I'm not a makeup artist, but I kind of just did that because I saw other people doing them. And so I followed suit and I just realized that I'm not I'm not a professional makeup artist. Why am I forcing myself to do this? So if I would, you know, if I did it all over again, I would just totally skip those videos. Yeah. Who would be your dream collaboration? My dream collaboration would probably be, I know this answer. It's Lydia Elise Millen. It would be, she is definitely like, you know, a fashion luxury person, but she's just like at another level. Like she has, she's another one that has grown so incredibly fast. She's been doing YouTube for probably almost two years. She's probably, I think she's almost at 500,000. Oh, wow. And What's she her name? had Lydia Elise Millen and mm. she's gorgeous. And she is just, she started as a fashion blogger. Like she was strictly mm. a blogger. And so she, you know, kind of started doing videos, but her like quality, like she has a drone and she does like crazy oh, wow. shot. Like it is like intense. So I watch her because I love her fashion sense, but then also like I get so many ideas from her. Mm -hmm. So if I ever did a collaboration with her, I would, oh my gosh, I would just lose it. But anyway, yeah. Is there anybody else that you watch when it comes to like, you know, in, I mean, we talked about like SEO and things you learn, but more, more so just for inspiration and people that you just, you see their style and you see their, the way they film and their edit. Is there anybody that you've just kind of watch and go back to, um, who inspires you? Honestly, I, I mean, it, it's really just Lydia because mm -hmm. I, I really do think she's what put me over the edge to start a channel because I noticed that she started it, you know, at the time, like at the time when I first started my channel, it had only been a, a little over a year for her. And I saw like how fast she grew because when she started, she started off with good quality videos. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Sonyville, when they start, it takes them a good, you know, so it takes them six, like six months, months or so yeah, yeah to, to kind of like get the, the ground running. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that she really kind of did exactly what I wanted to do, I mean, I'm clearly not nearly as successful as she is. However, you know, I saw that she was successful. So I thought, what if I apply the same principles? Like, I wonder what will happen. And so it is interesting. Like, I'm curious to see like what I will be at in another year from mm -hmm. now. So 
I don't know. It's just very interesting. How long does it take you to do, you know, like one of your, your try on hauls or your fashion videos? Cause those seem like they would take a long time with like the filming and in each individual outfit and you're trying it on and filming that. Like how long does it usually take you? It really doesn't take me too long because I will film like for the fa- like the one recently I just posted, it was, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a fashion try on haul. And I talked about each piece and I did have quite a lot of pieces, but I talked about each piece. And then I remember my kids actually had to go somewhere. So we like I, I left everything where it was in the room. And then we went and did that errand and everything. And I came back, we put them to bed. And then that's when I filmed me trying everything on. So I did that in one solid stretch. And then mm-hmm. so when I edit it, I kind of, you know, take sections of my, me trying things on and overlap them when I'm talking about the video. So I try to like work in sections. Yeah, and so batching. that it saves time. And I try to edit it so that it still kind of flows well. And I think, you know, it's I've learned tips, you know, some tricks along the way. But I, I definitely think, you know, working in sections has helped me. Yeah, I think especially for those types of like try on type videos, you have to you have to yeah. do that. Does it take longer to, to edit those types of videos? Yeah, a little bit longer just mm-hmm. because I I do have, yeah, I have to like put footage over top other footage and it's not too bad, but it definitely is a little bit longer. But when I'm say like reviewing something, those videos, I feel like I can film in one day and there's times I will get them up that night. Like mm-hmm. assuming like the thumbnail doesn't take forever and that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But yeah, there are certain videos that I can get up in a day and it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. So do you think about that? Like when you're when you're thinking about the topics of your videos, like how long it's going to take you or? Um... Yeah, yeah. Usually I have a um, notebook in my purse and I will, you know, keep ideas written down. And, you know, like usually like a Monday or Tuesday night is usually the nights that I, I have kind of like dedicated to my channel. So when I look at my list, I kind of I do kind of decide which video I am going to film based on how much time I have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that changes the order of my videos, but I don't know. For the most part, it does seem to just work like that. And I'll plan it like that, I guess. How do you come up with the different topics for the videos? I mean, doing two or three videos a week, how do you come up with just the different things you're going to talk about? I get, well, you know, some, if I do make a purchase, then, you know, I usually do talk about that. But then other times I will be, I, I do get inspiration from other people. Like I definitely don't copy but like I will see videos like for instance I I bought a belt and it was a Gucci belt and I, I'm obsessed with this belt but I started realizing that you know people were complimenting me on it a lot and mm-hmm. so that kind of was like hey I need to do a video all about belts and so I have a little tiny collection of belts and so because people were complimenting me about it on it a lot I decided that you know people would be interested in seeing that kind of a video and so I got out the other belts that I have and I made a whole video based on that so it's kind of based on people's comments that mm-hmm. kind of spurred that so it's a lot of different things I'll get inspiration from other YouTubers and then also people commenting requesting videos that's really big even my Instagram people will send me messages on Instagram saying, hey, we'd really, really like to see this. We saw you, um, you mentioned it briefly, or you wore this, and I'd, I'd like to see a video about it or something like that. So it's a lot of different Yeah, that's ways. great. I know, because as you get, like, as you start to get a really loyal audience, and you start to get, like, a group of people that are really watching and tuning in, those can be your best source for inspiration for, yeah. for new content. So uh, let's go back to the beauty bonus because I went a little <laughs> off. Uh, where do we leave off? What would you not do again? Who would, oh, collaboration. What is your favorite social media platform other than YouTube? 
Instagram. Instagram. And yeah. that's all I honestly, I'm one of those weird people. Like I don't have a Twitter and I don't mm. have, well, actually I do have Snapchat. So I do promote Instagram and I promote Snapchat on my channel, but I don't have a Twitter. I don't know why I never got into Twitter and I feel like left behind. Like maybe I should get one, but I just haven't. Eh. Um, but I, yeah, I love Instagram and I do use Snapchat, but I am getting more involved in Insta stories, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to really like that too. So yeah. I like Insta stories too. I, but I don't do Snapchat at all. So that's kind yeah. of my, yeah, I know people, some people like love Snapchat, but, um, yeah, I think you have to pick a couple social, a couple platforms. I don't think you should limit it to just one. I don't think you should just do YouTube or just do Instagram. Right. But I yeah. think you should do, you know, two or three, but you can't really do them all and uh, yeah. do them all really yeah. well unless you like hire people to help you. It's too much. What do you wish you did do when you first started? I guess probably just be more comfortable in front of the camera. So I guess I wish I would have practiced a little bit. I mean, like I practiced with the technical side of things at the mm -hmm. beginning, you know what I mean? I, I said that I like set everything up and I like kind of did run throughs of like, was the lighting okay? Do I, do I look like I have a yellow cast and can you hear me? Okay. But when I go back and I look at my videos, like I feel like I'm not like terrible in front of the camera, but you can definitely tell like I am not as sure of myself. So I guess maybe even like in the car, like I, now I feel like I can talk okay in front of the camera. I'm not like, you know, stumbling over my words as much. But even in the car, like when I'm driving to work, I probably should have maybe even practiced that. And maybe that would have, you know, got me more in tune with with speaking, like I'm in talking to an audience, I guess. So mm -hmm. I would just wish I would have kind of practiced speaking at the beginning, which is kind of weird. But yeah. What is your favorite video you've done or, or one that you've done that you're most proud of? Probably, I am most proud of the Louis Vuitton Gone Wrong just because it has the most views, but I didn't really plan that one. So I can't really say that one. But the, mm -hmm. the one that I actually has the very, like it's barely any views, but I did this lookbook and I, I kind of like had it in my head. It's kind of like an artistic video. And I literally bought like a white sheet and I set it to Michael Jackson music. So I did not monetize it. I knew that going in that it was copyrighted music, but mm -hmm. I specifically did not monetize it. And I did a very artistic video, which is kind of like a thing I had in my head. And I am very proud of that video. And it was very towards the very beginning of my channel. So I think it only has like a thousand views, which is a little bit lower on the side of things. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, it's just, I was really proud of it. And I worked kind of hard on that video. So I kind of wish I would have saved that idea until I had a bigger following to put it out, but but that's okay. I, I'm so proud of it. Were you uh, disappointed that it didn't get as many views? A little bit because mm -hmm. I, I did work hard on it. Like I specifically bought this big white sheet to kind of have, have as a background. And like, it sounds weird, like a white sheet. You can't tell there's a white sheet, mm -hmm. but it's just a different kind of a video than the rest of my videos. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was weird. Like it was just something that had kind of always been in my head and I decided to kind of like put it to fruition. So what's the name of it yeah. in case people want to check it out? Um, it's just, I think it's just a lookbook 2016. Mm -hmm. I don't, my titles back then were kind of more simplistic. I've kind of been, you know, made them a little bit more descriptive, but yeah, it's just a lookbook and it's back in 2016. And you can kind of tell based on the thumbnail that it kind of has a white background, but it does just show up different outfits. It's just set to this really good song and you know, <laughs> I just like it. Have you thought about like redoing it? You know, that's a good question. I haven't probably because the response wasn't so good the first time <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't do that again. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, okay. What are you glad that you did do when you first started your channel? 
I guess just I'm really glad that I invested in what I invested in in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm glad that I invested in the camera and I'm glad that I invested in the lighting. And I'm glad that I kind of read up on the whole analytics thing because, again, I just really think that it's important to pay attention to all aspects, uh, like just, you know, have a good foundation of YouTube and really understand how it works. And I think that, you know, for since 2009, like I was kind of studying up on it and I didn't even realize I was studying up on it. So I'm just really glad that I did that because I think a lot of people are more recent to YouTube and they're kind of just like, they just don't understand as you know, all aspects of it as well, I guess. Okay. And what is your favorite opportunity that you got as a result of being on YouTube? Probably reward style, because Mm. I think a lot of times they do deny people sometimes, but I think they deny more like fashion bloggers because they're so prevalent. So when I went into it, I was thinking like, oh, they kind of have a reputation that they deny people. But I think there's not nearly, I mean, there's a lot of YouTubers, but there's not nearly as many YouTubers as fashion bloggers. So Mm. I think there's a lot of money to be made in YouTubers. I mean, I've made a decent amount of money in six months. So I think that when they see a YouTuber, they're much more likely to approve them. And so I just never thought I would be making that much money. Like just, I think it was three days ago. I just in one day I make $500, which is just crazy. And I just can tell like every month I'm making more and more and more money. So well, because you also not, have more and more videos out there, more and more content yeah, that's exactly. cycling through. And it, it all builds up. It mm-hmm. all is building up and it's just so interesting. So that I'm just, I'm very, very happy that I did decide to apply for that. Do you happen to know like what like criteria they use to like approve or deny? people? No, I don't. And I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I just told myself I was going to wait till I hit a thousand and that's when I did. And I, you know, I just went to their website. I know there's reward style and there's shop style. So those are the two, two, like the main ones that I know of shop style is different. I don't know much about it, but they're more, I think based on clicks, like number of clicks mm-hmm. versus like actual purchases. So I definitely know people like it, but I just don't understand that as well. But, but yeah, I just decided to go with reward style, honestly, because I mentioned Lydia, you know, she uses reward style. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, if she has it, then obviously it's good. So that's why I decided to use that one. And so that's the only affiliate um, kind of a company thing that you use. Yeah, well, I guess also, sorry, there is one other thing. I mm-hmm. do Miranda Fry. There's this jewelry brand, Miranda Fry. And this is kind of like a recent thing in the last three, well, I guess probably a month or so. My best friend, the one that knows my of my channel, got me a Miranda Fry necklace. And she... I loved it. Like I was obsessed with this necklace. So it, in one of my favorite videos, I talked about this necklace. And... I think I just tagged them on Instagram or something and they reached out to me and they were like, oh my goodness, we love your video. We're going to send you all this jewelry. If you want to mention it in your video, you can't, but you don't have to. So they sent me this jewelry and I am obsessed with Like I genuinely love this jewelry. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned it in a video and they did say that, you know, if you want to give them a discount code, you can make, you know, 10% off any like I can get 10% off, uh, like they'll make, they'll get the 10% discount code, but then I will make 10%, 10%. of, mm-hmm. right. So that's kind of like a, a normal thing sometimes with a discount code. Yeah. So I did do that. And I am, I guess, making some extra cash on that. I don't exactly know how much, but they have told me that I'm doing pretty well with it. So I guess we'll find out at the end of the month. Actually, it is the end of the month, but mm-hmm. I think I should be finding out soon, you know, if I am going to be bringing in some extra cash with that, but yeah, but that's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's yeah. like a cool brand collab in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 
then last question, what is your superpower? So what do you have that you think like as a natural ability that you don't really have to figure out or work hard for that has contributed for your success? I guess just kind of like figuring things out. Like if I have a problem, you know, like YouTube is very technical. So I think I'm pretty good at if there's a problem, I don't just give up. Like I will find the answer and I will figure out how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. And again, it's great that there's YouTube because anytime there's a problem, I will go to YouTube and I will figure out, you know, even if it's editing, like literally yesterday I was trying to upload a video or export a video from Final Cut Pro and it was just not working. And I have, I didn't know why. So I found out that there was this weird, like importing issue with the program or whatever. And I found the answer on YouTube. It Mm -hmm. showed me exactly, you know, what, where to go and what file to click on and everything like that. So I just think kind of being a problem solver, I guess, is kind of what I use to my advantage, I guess. Well, that's great. Well, you know, thank you so much for being on the podcast and being on the show. You gave it all. You just, you know, you gave everything that's helped you become successful. And I know that people listening are going to just love this. And um, where can people go um, if they want to check you out? Sure. It is just my my name's Shay Whitney. So my first name's Shay, S-H-E-A, and then Whitney. So yeah, and on YouTube and Instagram. So great. And then, um, you know, we will link a lot of the things that you talked about in the show notes. So always make sure that when you guys are listening to the podcast, I mean, you don't have to take notes. I have really detailed show notes in there um, mm-hmm. with all the information and, you know, lots, try and get whatever links that we can in there. So um, make sure that you do always check out the show notes on the website. All right. Well, I think that's that's it. Well, thank you so yeah. much for being on here. It's been, it's well, been a true pleasure. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. You don't understand. I'm like, so <laughs> excited. I'm just, I'm very flattered even to even be on here. I never, like if you would have asked me six months ago, I would have laughed in your face, but, but yeah. Thank <laughs> well, you, you would so have much. just I been really starting six months ago. So I, I know that's what I mean. I would have been like, wow. I, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. I mean, you've achieved like you've you've achieved like good success in you know seven months, and I think it's attributed to a lot of the things that you know that you you've learned and you've you've picked up from a bunch of different sources, and and it shows. So, um, so thank you. Like I said, guys, that uh, she is in the Facebook group. So if you're not part of the Facebook group, make sure you join it. You just search Beauty in the Vlog in Facebook, and um, it's a great place like to meet people. And you know, I'll post in there when this goes live, and then you have a chance to ask her any questions also. So. All right, Jay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. That's our episode. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you stayed this long, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be amazing. It helps more than you know, helping other people find the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. Also, make sure you check out beautyandthevlog.com for all the show notes for this episode. And if you're not a part of the Beauty and the Vlog family on our Facebook group, Make sure you join for lots of support, collaborations, and questions and answers for anything related to being a content creator on YouTube. This is Erica, and I will see you next week.